previously on the Infinite Escape Room. I thought snuff was like a quaint thing that they did in The Wind and the Willows. You can put it on your head, you look like Bob Geldof. Is that how you do snuff? This floor is filthy, but you know what's even more filthy? Me. Not a potato. <laughs> it's an egg. Hello, willkommen, bienvenue, and welcome to the Infinite Escape Room, the puzzling podcast where a group of geographically diverse pals, one of which is hiding from the tax man, that's me, <laughs> gather together on the geographically dispersed medium of the internet to play an escape room of the ears. My name is Jonathan David Charles Saunas II. I am your host tonight. And I spent last weekend performing a private show to a potential drug lord in a sealed-off Portuguese villa while a platinum of the 1980s Prince hit The Most Beautiful Girl in the World sat on the wall. That's a good track to have on the wall as well. Purple Is Rain, it? fuck I don't that. Know. I, I know nothing about... It's the only Prince song I know. So I'll say, yeah, that's great. <laughs> Which How is many... all true. I don't know if he was a drug lord, but he had a moustache like Francis Drake. And I really do mean that. Uh, Good luck. Radiators on in the house. What? It's 20 degrees. That's luxury. That's, 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 that just reeks of money. No, that's mad. That's mad. That's I've been living in Portugal for too long, but I'm English. <laughs> so now I think this is cold. <laughs> See how warm it is outside. Come in. It's warmer. Yes. See how I waste all this heat. <laughs> Basically, yes. Madness, <laughs> madness. And tonight I am locked in with... Uh, I'm Ben Levy-Griffiths, and for the last 13 months I've been held hostage. <laughs> <laughs> Which is kind of true. Yeah, you, you, the thing is, listeners, what you realise is that Ben is now smiling, but it doesn't quite reach his eyes. <laughs> There's a sadness there. <laughs> the smile starts at the bottom, rises up, and then just sort of wilts. He's kind of blinking help in Morse code rapidly. I'm glad someone got that. <laughs> I thought we just had a twitch. <laughs> Welcome back, Ben. Nice to have you back on the show. Yeah. It's nice to be back. Is this your first episode back? <clears throat> it is my first episode back since, oh, oh the last time I've recorded would have been December 2022. Good wow. lord. I, I, I think I think the episode so went out. Sorry for the quality of what's about. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm hoping for a gentle onboarding. <laughs> okay, well okay, so so the upside is that I think this room is easier than my normal ones because they often end in failure. So <laughs> I've I've taken the difficulty down a notch. I'm expecting a blistering performance from the pair of you. And if you fail, know that you failed on easy mode. I mean that's fine. It's very standard. For me, yeah, so. that's a yeah. We'll we'll bring our A game and see if it's enough. And hello, I, I'm Jamie, and I recently had to declare bankruptcy because an investigation revealed that I was selling defective mood rings. Nobody knew how to feel about it. Oh. <laughs> when you said rings, I thought, oh god, where's he going with this? What? <laughs> you thought it was smut, but it was something much, much worse. Yeah, it was fraud. <laughs> Oh, so yeah, I shouldn't I, be recording this tonight because tomorrow is the HMRC tax deadline and I have not done it. Oh, dear. <laughs> Which means that I'm going to get up tomorrow and I'm sorry, an edited Patreon. This is going to come to you even later than it was already. And it was already late, but it's going to come to you even later because I will be doing my tax return. I mean, that is awful. My heart goes out to you because that, shit, that shit's not fun. No. Are either of you self-employed? I'm not. Uh, Faye is. Uh, I, haven't you had since like last April to do it? Yeah, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah, I, I, I did mine like a fortnight ago. So, you know, it's not, it's not, I, I still wait until the last minute. 
You're not self-employed. Uh, side hustle for the puzzle design gig. How much does that make? Just just, just over the threshold, unfortunately, but not enough okay. that, that I, I still have to have a normal job. Right. You'll be fine, John. It's like, I, there's a website I know that, that can uh, forge receipts for you. <laughs> so I, I once um, forged one myself. I had, this is so point. I had a router that died under warranty. Mm. Uh, and I was, I wanted to bring it back. I wanted to RMA it, but they said they needed a receipt. And I bought it from Maplins. Wow. Then ceased to exist. So I, I didn't have the receipt and I had no way to get it. So I spent an entire evening <laughs> delicately forging a Maplins receipt on wow. a computer based on, based on real ones, complete with it had a named customer service agent, a real store location address that was an ex-real store. Uh, it had item codes that were taken from the actual inventory. It, it had everything. It was so detailed. You, you would have needed to... You would have needed to have had access to the actual order books and records to detect this fraud. <laughs> was this level of detail necessary? Almost certainly not. I, I printed it out. Uh, I, I realized that the paper was the wrong kind of quality, so I found some thinner paper that was slightly damaged. <laughs> I printed it on that. I then realized that the ink was going in too thick, so I, I what did I do? I set the that was I set the printer to draft mode, so it would just do a really bad job of it. And it didn't end up with this perfectly formed receipt. It was an absolutely brilliant fraud. And then I realized. <laughs> But the router still worked. <laughs> <laughs> it had worked the whole time. <laughs> that is wonderful. My entire night trying to do this, but if I'd just spent 20 more minutes trying to make the router work, I would have realized that the reason all the lights were turned off was because I pressed the button that turns all the lights off to stop it distracting you. <laughs> I could just press it and it all turn on. I'd still go into the shop and show the receipt and like talk about it like you're an art critic. Just like look at the look at the curling on that motherfucker. That's look amazing. At the detail here, lad. Do you tell me? Out of interest, <laughs> would you have taken this? <laughs> Ink's too thin. Good to know. Good to know. Now, dear listener, you may be wondering what the fuck we're talking about <laughs> and what you tune in for. Yes, this is the Infinite Escape Room. Every two weeks, a member of the team brings an escape room of the ears. Uh, for your attention and for the ministrations of the rest of the team who will try and solve it under a strict time limit. There are consequences for failure, usually dire, hopefully colourful. And that's about it. Now, this would not be possible without our increasingly bleak Rolodex of sponsors. Unedited Patreons, I have completely forgotten to write one of these this week. Blame the tax deadline. So what I'm going to do is leave a gap here, just a brief gap and a clap, and then Jamie and Ben are going to give me their appreciation of the hilarious sponsor that I just uh, just told to them, and then I'll retcon it in. Okay, three, two, one. Are you the parent of a difficult teen? Is your 11-year-old beginning to show signs of rebellion? The world is dangerous and the young are stupid. You can stop them making life-changing mistakes by hiring TraumaWise. Concerned about your daughter getting knocked up? Our fake pregnancy tests take accuracy to a new level. 
Not only will the test change colour, our bespoke pheromone-based aerosol will even bring on morning sickness to perfectly mimic those first trimester troubles. And before you say it, we've won for the boys too. Our patent-pending paternity reports look like the real deal because nothing brings on the responsible use of contraceptives quite like the threat of being permanently shackled to a sprog. And it doesn't stop there. From choreographing near misses on country roads to falsely attributing local deaths to drug overdoses, we have all the tools you need to keep your kids on the straight and narrow. So, what are you waiting for? Teach them a lesson with TraumaWise. You <laughs> <laughs> oh, enjoyed that, guys. That was good. That was, that was great. But how... Yeah. how how you do get the tentacles to fit all in at once is what I'm asking. Because <laughs> that doesn't doesn't quite make sense. But I, I'm uh, game, is what I'm saying. I didn't like to say. <laughs> oh, my God, Jamie. <laughs> I have made a rod for my own back. <laughs> if the rod comes with it, then that's an easy purchase. Rod tentacles. This is going to be a creative morning. <laughs> Unedited Patreons, nobody understands me like you guys understand me. Right, gentlemen, are you ready to enter the infinite escape room? Absolutely. Yes. What am I doing? Actual, actual people, actual useful, nice people who have given us their actual useful, nice pounds, dollars, yen, whatever they use in North Korea. And I got a special thanks to that guy. The Patreon in North Korea, man, there's like no food there. Lots of missiles, but no food. And he's given us his hard earned, whatever that is. Bitcoin. So, thank you. Kim, thank you. <laughs> North Korea, they can sponsor us. <laughs> Do they have tentacles and a rod? Um, <laughs> they probably got a rod. They probably got a rod. <laughs> Many backs. No, I am, of course, uh, speaking of our ever-growing uh, legions. That's very North Korean legions. Uh, ever-growing army. Uh, uh, ever-growing growing revolutionary forces that make up our Patreons, the good folks around the globe and out into the stars who give us a few of their hard-earned coins every month to help keep our metaphoric hearts beating. Thank you guys for your continued support, and this week I'd like to particularly thank Jade Shaw, Hilberton, Betty, mm, Bettina, you bugger. You could do this, John. Fucking hell. Bettina... Ah, Bettina, you did this on purpose, Ben. Bettina, Bettina Pagalilun. That was good. Yeah, that was good effort. Betty, Betty, Bettina, let us know how good of a job did John do. Tonya Bieta Halverson, get that one right. Karen Kate, Charlotte Knowles, Maggie B, Richard Leggett, Will Ryder, and Ryan Sparrow. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for your good to be that, sir. You're the best. Loads of them this week. Hmm? That's fantastic. Thank you. Yes, yeah, tons of Patreons. It's amazing. It's, it, it always yes, we have been building on, on, on the Empire, Ben. Maybe I should leave for longer. <laughs> <laughs> right, gentlemen, are you ready to enter the definitely very well-planned Infinite Escape Room? Absolutely. Let's do this. Then let us enter. Last week, the team successfully averted World War III by impersonating a Nazi officer and Mickey Mouse before their steamboat was dragged under the waves by robot Walt Disney and his lawyers in a fiendish submarine. The steamship descends away beneath you and quickly vanishes into the greeny blue. The surface is far above you, the bottom far below. You cannot hold your breath much longer. 
Just as all hope seems lost, a shape emerges from below. It is a large fish, the size of a man. In fact, no, it is a man, but with a long fish-like tail. He's wearing a long trench coat and carries a strange spiny backpack. As he approaches, he removes the backpack. On close inspection, it is made up of a pair of captive pufferfish. The man offers each of you the mouth of a fish and motions for you to squeeze their bodies. To your relief, when you do so, life-giving air flows forth. With that, the merman beckons you to swim after him. You follow him down, deeper and deeper, until a new shape looms out of the dark. At first, it looks like a giant toy fort, complete with comical rounded spires, the sort of thing you'd make from a jelly mold or a sandcastle. But the scale is massive, each tower made up of an entire submarine, dozens of them, all combined into one giant megastructure. The merman swims to an entrance, opens the door and beckons you inside. He closes the door behind you and then turns a large wheel next to it. With a hissing sound, air fills the room from above, pushing the water down through gaps in the floor. You remove the breathing fish as the merman, now unable to breathe himself, detaches a mask from the wall and places it over his own face. High-tech fisher! Hello, mein Freunde! I am Herman Merman. <laughs> we thought you were goners back there, but not to worry. We'll come and hope. We are all very keen to analyze the intelligence you have gathered about the humans. I must say, your disguises are quite convincing. But don't worry. With a little zip of the bone saw, we'll have your lungs out and, and your merman tails back on in no time. <laughs> With that, he whips out a large key attached to a plastic float. He slithers over towards a control box on the left side of the room, but is interrupted by a blaring alarm. Instantly panicking, he drops the key and it falls straight through a gap in the floor. There is a splosh sound as it hits water below. Scheiße! Not again. So sorry, we are having some problem with the fresh water supply. I will be back in 30 minutes. Don't go away. <laughs> I don't know why I waved. Why did I wave? <laughs> he then flops over to a glass tube in the wall. It opens as he enters, fills with water, and then fires him like a torpedo out of the room, leaving you alone. You are in a large rectangular room. Look down from above. You're standing in the bottom left corner against the sealed hatch on the rear wall. The far wall is made up entirely of glass. The left, right, and rear wall are sturdy metal. There are some handles spaced along the floor, a control box directly to your left, a large tube that Herman left through ahead and to the left. On the right wall are a series of illuminated narrow glass tubes. What would you like to do? I, I, first, I like <clears throat> that all that was leading up to Herman Merman, which is wonderful. <laughs> I mean, it's not... <laughs> Yeah, looking ahead, it's 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 not the last of these, but okay, sure. There's, there's more. There's actually way more that didn't didn't make the the final cut here, but we'll discuss that later. Excellent. Okay, let's see. What we got. Um, can we take a look at that control box? Sure. Uh, the control box is a large metal box locked with a padlock. The padlock requires a large key and it's very sturdy. To the left of the control box is the air pressure wheel that Herman turned earlier. So I'm assuming if we if we twiddle that a little bit, then it's gonna. Potentially fuck up our lungs. Oh, well, it would change that, the air pressure. I wonder, there's a bit of me that wonders if we were to twiddle it a little bit, that... Um, You'd feel really good? Um, well, <laughs> <laughs> um, would, the, would the water raise uh, just a smidge and potentially uh, float the key back up to us? Uh, okay, so you uh, turning the wheel a bit? 
Yeah, yeah, got yeah. it. Okay, uh, which way, right or left? Clockwise or anti-clockwise? Don't give me that look, Ben. <laughs> no, I was thinking more that I had assumed that it was already locked full one, one way, um, but presumably it's not. Let's give it a spin anti-clockwise then. Uh, turning the wheel anti-clockwise, you feel the air pressure in the room begins to drop and water begins to rise up beneath you. However, looking down through the floor, you can see that the key has not actually sunk, and its float has expanded on impact with the water and filled with air. It's now bobbing about on the surface and too big to go back through the gap in the floor through which it came. Ooh, interesting to know. I, I guess uh, maybe we'll reset the um, the wheel to where we found it. And back the water level goes. I should also add, the float the key is attached to is emitting a flashing red light, so you can see it through the floor. You know roughly where it is, and it's currently on the left side of the room, being pressed up against the left-hand wall. Okay. Hmm. Should we check out these glass tubes on the other side of the room? Okay. <clears throat> on the right-hand wall are a series of 26 glass tubes. They're open at the top and over a metre long. At the bottom of each tube are a few seashells shaped like the letters of the alphabet, one letter per tube. Next to the glass tubes is a lever. It is unlabeled and currently in the left position. It won't move. Above that is a strange panel framed by seashells. Its surface is slightly supple, doughy almost. There is a seashell shaped like an there is a seashell shaped like the number five in it, and below the five are four indentations in a line. <clears throat> Okay. Uh, when you said the uh, in the tubes there was seashells with um, letter-like shapes, mm -hmm. are they in fact letters? Yeah, they're seashells. They're sh <laughs> they are seashells <laughs> shaped like letters. Okay, I, I, I just want to make sure that it was they were letter-shaped and not they were like letter-shaped. I've missed you, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> we got the number five and then four. Oh, look, some lint. <laughs> Oh, yeah, check our pockets. Fuck. <laughs> no, your pockets are empty. It's not one of those. <laughs> it's just, things, it's full, of, full of moist. That's what it's full of. <laughs> moist lint. Mm. <laughs> um, so we've got this number five, and then we've got the four <laughs> indentations below it. That could spell Correct. the number five using four letter-like shell shapes, potentially. Okay. So those, those shells, those alphabet shells, can we pick them up? Uh -huh. Are they like buttons? How do they work? So there's a problem here. The tubes are longer than your arms, the shells at the bottom, and the tubes are narrower than your wrist. So you can't reach them. They're open at the top. You can stick your fingers in. Okay. And they're full I'll of water. They're full of water, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Mm. And the, the, the lever is to the left and, and stuck there. Yes, quite firmly. It's definitely locked by something. Ah, mm. nuts. And then there was the tube that the that Herman... Um, <clears throat> went through yes that seems to be very firmly sealed now i don't think it's going to be of any further use okay and if alad was here he'd be going it's definitely the answer it's definitely the answer no no, no Alad, <laughs> it's, it's just a way to get that character out that's fine i keep headbutting the tube until it cracks and lets me in uh, <laughs> before i crack <laughs> uh what's going on with that glass wall on the the one side uh it's fogged up at the moment you can't see anything through it is it fogged up from the outside or the inside? From the other side. You cannot draw obscenities in the glass, <clears throat> Jamie. Well, I still try. Okay. Good. I'm trying to draw some Stop. fish sticks. <laughs> some what? Some fish sticks. Okay. 
So I feel that we ha- oh there was um, there was gaps in the floor where the water went through. Um, mm, yes, which the I think was the only is, thing. The floor is on filled the floor. with narrow gaps. Mm. Probably too many for us to kind of like inspect each at, uh, in turn. Or um... well, looking through the gaps, you you can just see what looks like a big body of water beneath you. The ocean, I assume. Ah. Uh... Hard to say, really. It's kind of greeny. It's quite clear. The key is floating over on the left-hand side of it. Um, the water seems to be pressing the key uh, into that wall. Can I give the water a little, just a little taste? Little... You can't reach it. Ah, uh, damn it. Well, we can. We can uh, adjust the air pressure. Yeah, you can. Let's, yes. let's... But you can't reach it right now. Okay, let's raise it a little bit. I want to get a little, just, a, just a tiny drink and see if it's if It it's is salt. salt water. Okay, so we're not, we're not in, in the taff. <laughs> if, um... And you have solved my puzzle. <laughs> the the narrow tubes with the shells in. Um, mm. Can we see if the bottoms of the tubes are they they also have like a a, a grating at all? Where are they like nope. a sealed bottom? They're sealed. They have a sealed okay. bottom. My, my thinking was if they were only about a meter tall. I think John said that we might be able to say um, raise the water. In oh, the room. I see. And, the and maybe the tubes is unrelated to the uh, I see. Level in yes. the room. But I like your thinking. That's. I actually wish I'd made the answer that clever, <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't. <laughs> um, right. What else have we not looked at in this room? Uh, so there were some handles in the floor. That's it. Handles in the floor. Let's give those a look. Okay. Uh, two handles are sticking out of the floor. They're roughly halfway across the room from the hatch and spaced roughly evenly across. So one on the left and one in the middle. The middle handle is sitting on top of a rectangular pane of glass that is protruding about two feet out of the floor. On the right-hand side, there is a very large pane of glass in the room with a hole in the middle of it, almost like a partition. On top of it is a handle similar to the other two. And looking to the right of the glass pane, there is a small hatch in the floor. It is unlocked and big enough to fit an arm through. Uh, so we've got three, we got three handles, right? Three, three yeah. levers coming up from the... Uh... One handle is in the floor, as in like flush with the floor. Uh, one is uh, about two feet in the air on top of its pane of glass. And one is you know, nearly as tall as you guys on top of the third pane of glass on the right. And that pane of glass has a big hole in the middle of it. Hmm. So you could like, <clears throat> it's almost like a, part, a partition wall that doesn't go all the way across the room. You could you could climb through that hole in the middle and then climb back. Can we lift the handle in the middle any further up or down? You can. Uh, raising it uh, raises the entire middle pane of glass uh, into the air and reveals another hole in the middle of that pane. Okay. Uh, can we do the same thing with the glass on the left? The glass on the left reveals the same. Okay, we now have three panes of glass with holes through the middle. Correct. And these these holes are in the room, but uh, they go down beneath the floor. And uh... yeah, so if you lower the handle, the pane and the hole in the middle of it get lowered beneath the floor. Okay. Hmm. I should add, you can't lift these out entirely. It's unclear where the bottom of the pane of glass is. Cool. Before you try that shit, Sam. <laughs> no, it's like <laughs> you said. You said it's unclear. I was like, because it's foggy. Or... <laughs> it's a long way down the briny deep. All right, this brine. See a little engineer's mind going tick 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 tick. 
Uh, what was that you said about an unlocked hatch as well? So the right-hand pane of glass, the one that's all the was already elevated, to the right of that, there's a small hatch in the floor. Uh, it's open, and it's big enough to stick an arm through. Ah, okay. So we could open that hatch. Um, yeah, let's open it and see if anything's there already. There's nothing there. Uh, you can stick your arm in the water. I'll have a little bit of a splashy splash just to get uh, get my arm nice and clean. So, yeah, we're not able to reach the key at all. Um, no, the key's on the wrong side of the room at the hatch. The key's on the left-hand side of the room, pressing against the left wall, and the hatch is kind of in the middle of the floor on the right-hand side of the room. Ooh. Do we detect any kind of current as we uh, put our hand through the hatch? Oh. Uh, you can indeed. You can feel the water flowing from the right to the left of the room. Oh. From the right to the left? Okay. Hmm. What if we... Yeah, Herman really done fucked up here. <laughs> Let's. Uh, how about one of us fucks with the air pressure uh, while the other one keeps keeps the the hand in the hatch to see if that changes anything in the water below. So that's, sorry, the way you said that made it sound like a sex thing. <laughs> Most of what I say keep sounds the like hand a sex in the hatch. thing. Yeah, keep the hand in the hatch and see what it does to the water below. <laughs> Um, uh, yes, as you do so, the water level rises as you turn the wheel clockwise and no, as you turn the wheel anti-clockwise and lowers as you turn the wheel clockwise. Uh, but this gets the key no closer to you. It is stuck on the wrong side of the room. Mm. It's quite a fruity event. We've got both currents and raisins. (laughs) If we, um, if we manipulate some of these, um, glass panes, Mm -hmm. uh, I'm wondering whether the current changes direction I, i'm just thinking so it does not presu- okay uh, presumably then oh. just to recap uh we've got these panes that go up and down they got uh, gaps in them uh we've got a key bobbing along in the water on the very left hand side of the room under Correct. the floor um we presumably need to somehow get that key from the left to the right through the um holes in the pane <laughs> of glass but the current is against us I think we've looked at everything. Mm. Was there a hatch on the left-hand side as well? Uh, No, just the control box. So you came in through a hatch Ah. that is now sealed shut. Cool. That's kind of behind you on the back left wall. Uh, Have we we seen everything that needs to be looked at? You can't ask me that. All right. How much time do we have left? (laughs) You have 15 minutes. And yes, you've definitely got enough to be getting on with. (laughs) Um, I quite like, Jamie, your um, thought that these imprints on the shell uh, should spell the five um it's just a case of how do we get the shells out of those narrow tubes mm-hmm. my feeling is is that potentially once we uh put the letters five into the uh indents we might be able to unlock that uh other oh, lever lever and maybe that'll switch the current or maybe we need to use the lever to unlock the letters ben, can i just ask have you been ben have you been promoted to middle management <laughs> because you just developed this habit of explaining the problem again, but not actually offering any new solutions. And you've done it um, twice. I, I found myself uh, more recently um, just generally confused with everything. So just rephrase things to make sure that I am kind of keeping along. I thought it was a strategy to appear to be contributing without giving any new information at all. No, it's, it's to try to not hold everyone back too much <laughs> by going down the complete opposite path. How much, if we mess with the air pressure, how much can we get the water to rise? Uh, well, if you take away all of the air pressure, then it will drown you. I mean, that's an option. Do you still have the puffer fish? You do still have the puffer fish, yes. Mm. They're not appreciating me out of water, but they are alive. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, when it was like, like a like an air pressure thing with the lever, it stuck until we rebalanced the the pressure by flooding the room, then yanking the lever. Seeing if that does anything, then quickly repressurizing the room. John's face says no. He seems <laughs> he seems dubious about that line of uh, questioning. I quite liked it though. You know, like when uh, if you if you. Um, uh, get a car in water and you you have to wait for a certain point before you can open the door yeah yes it's called the drowning point ben there we go <laughs> yeah and that's what jamie was there's saying. the title yeah. for the episode fun fact i want i once i was chatting to some people about pretend autobiographies you know if you had an autobiography what would you call it and i i'd call mine the drowning point but i don't know why it's all led to this moment yeah <laughs> still don't know why we'll discuss this in the pub <clears throat> so yes we got this shell thing the five uh, it's how we get these letters out of the uh, out of the tubes. Mm. I mean, are they are, are they stuck fast to the bottom of these tubes? Well, they're not. They're not stuck. They're just resting in the bottom. Okay, they're not stuck down. They're we just there. Can't lift these tubes up. You can't. They're attached to the okay. wall. I'm afraid. Mm. Very sturdily. You give them a knock. Give give the, uh, the the one with an F at the bottom of it, or, or a knock. You you can knock on the tubes. And nothing happens. Hmm. Okay, I don't know, maybe the shells had something in that would be awoken if we. Uh... Oh, that's brilliant! Again, that's much cleverer than than the answer, <laughs> which you already have. Oh, interesting. Oh, um, something to do with the puffer fish, maybe. <laughs> do we? <laughs> Can we speak puffer fish? Uh, Just go and swim. Offer my puffer fish up to the uh, to the, the neck of the tube and see what it does. Sorry, what are you doing, Ben? <laughs> Offering the uh, the puffer fish up to the neck of this. Uh, tube okay so just see what it does swim down um, little fish it doesn't really do anything what a shit companion all of the information is on the task <laughs> interesting what is that we're not seeing then how in the jiminy fuck do we get those can we have a prod around of that frame with those indentations to see if anything else happens nothing happens okay so it does seem to be we need to get those letters onto that frame but how? And there's nothing we can do. The control box, um, there's it's completely locked. There's no, uh, there's nothing else special about it at the moment. Yeah, completely locked. What if we give the lever a really good yank? <laughs> I mean, like a really good yank, like an alley yank. I wish, wish, <laughs> I wish we still took deposits. <laughs> I'm guessing that's a no on the yanking. Then no yanking. No yanking. In this submarine, <laughs> as I'm sure many signs in the Royal Navy say. It's already full of semen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. It's one of those nights. <clears throat> hmm. You know how you said this was easy mode, John? Yes. I do believe that you are a liar. You have 10 minutes left, oh, so I don't Christ. have time to give you a hint yet. Can we... Um increase the air pressure further uh you said it wasn't locked all the way around can we um can we further go clockwise hey so your ears begin to hurt the water level drops even further and the water level the tubes even starts to drop a little bit as the water is compressed okay mm. okay i guess we probably better undo that i, I was thinking that maybe <laughs> yes. the um B before you reenact the last bit of total recall <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think again, maybe maybe uh, the increase in the air pressure would do something weird to the water yeah. tubes. Or could shatter the glass. Because mm. you know physics you, isn't a thing in this. Would you like a steer? I think I think we Actually, should. You know what I'll do? W would you like me to reread part of the introduction? Oh, you bastard! Yes. Yeah. 
<laughs> As he approaches, he removes the backpack. On close inspection, it's made up of a pair of captive pufferfish. The man offers each of you the mouth of a fish and motions you to squeeze their bodies. To your relief, when you do so, life-giving air flows forth. So if we hold the pufferfish over the tubes and squeeze them, will that blow air enough air somehow into the tube and under the shells to let them float gently to the surface? Not quite. Ah, bums. But if the, if the pufferfish blows air out when you squeeze it, what happens when you release it? I dread to think. It sucks, Jamie. It sucks. I'm not that familiar with the anatomy of a pufferfish. I don't know, it could do all sorts of crazy things. <laughs> I mean, neither am I, I don't think. But... <laughs> right, so let's get, these, but... let's get these suckers sucking. Okay, uh, what letters are you going for? Uh, F, I, V, and E. Okay, attaching your pufferfish. Well, before you attach the pufferfish, you give it a big squeeze to empty the air out, put its mouth over the tube, and then release the pressure. Uh, the pufferfish dutifully sucks the water and seashells up into its mouth. You now Absolutely. have some Fs, some Is, some Vs, and some Es. Okay. Should we arrange them on this doughy, sticky um, canvas? So it's all gotten a bit sexy. How has this happened? This was not <laughs> that's what you should <laughs> Arrange upon the sticky, doughy canvas. <clears throat> As you place the final letter into the indentations, the lever releases. It is now in the middle position and can be moved. Ooh. Um, let's wiggle it over to the right and see what happens. Okay, you should wiggle the lever to the right. Uh, you feel the flow of water beneath you change and move in the opposite direction. Ah. The key, bobbing on the surface, begins to proceed towards you, but stops as it reaches the first pane of glass. Okay, um, is that first pane of glass dropped down all the way? Or no, it's... Uh, it, is raised all the way. You guys picked it up earlier. Cool. So let's drop all three panes of glass so that the hole is like, so it can go through all three holes. Okay. So you're lowering all three panes? Let's lower the first one on the very left hand side so that can um, flow through and it'll presumably bump against the middle. Yeah. Uh, bump against the middle one? Yeah. There's, there's three in the way, is there not? Oh, you mean the key will bump against the middle? Yes. One. I thought you meant the pane on the left bump against the middle. One. I thought, Ben, how are you imagining this? physics is but how, a concept? How is my very clear description gone so wrong? <laughs> like I said, I just want to always make sure that I've not gone down a different avenue. <laughs> Lovely. Uh, so, and, lowering the first handle, uh, you you lower the, the pane of glass down. The window reaches the surface of the water, and the key dutifully bobs through and then jams on the second pane of glass. Okay, so let's lower the second pane of glass. Doing the same thing again. The key once again bobs through and jams against the third pane of glass. Okay. Um, should one of us get our hand in the hatch ready, just in case it flies past? Yes. Yeah. Five minutes remaining. Right. I'm elbow deep in, in, the, uh, in the abyss. Ben, lower the glass. <laughs> is it warm? It's warm <laughs> and slightly salty. There it is. See it, I'll you? lower the pane of glass. <laughs> um, ben lowers the pane of glass, and nothing happens. Uh, can I raise the uh, pane of glass? Nothing happens. Uh, as you, when you lower the pane of glass, uh, the, the aperture dips below the floor, but it does not seem to go through the water surface, and the key remains. Oh. We uh, lower the pane of glass, then, please, so that it um, that the uh, the 
aperture is, is below the floor. And then can we um, go and turn the air pressure anti-clockwise such that the uh, water raises just so it's below the, the level Ooh. of the floor? You can indeed. And the key bobs through towards the hatch. Well done. You smart motherfucker. Oh, you bastard. <laughs> I knew I made it too easy. <laughs> I mean, we, we spent ages really trying to figure out how pufferfish worked. <clears throat> uh, I'll grab. When's the jelly ice cream coming? <laughs> you, you now have the key. Uh, right, let's run over to the uh, the padlock on the control box and open up. Opening the control box reveals a large red button labelled Surface. Before you are able to push the button, however, the foggy glass on the far wall suddenly clears. Behind it, you can see another room. Giant red flags are draped all around it, decked with mermaid swastikas. The letters High Tech Fisher are emblazoned in lights along the wall, only to instantly rearrange themselves to spell the Fish Reich. A giant catfish with a tiny moustache lounges on the throne. It regards you for a moment and then shrieks, These are not my spies! How dare you stand before me with your puny human legs! Before he can speak more, you push the button. The water level in both rooms drops rapidly and the submarine begins ascending towards the surface. Herman Merman bursts into the throne room. Herr Fischler! <laughs> Herr Fischler, don't worry, I will activate the emergency fresh water supply. He turns a wheel mounted into the wall. It's labelled, provided by Southern Water. Before you're able to warn him, an avalanche of raw sewage comes pouring into the throne room, drowning Herr Fischler in literal human shit. The pressure grows. The glass wall between you begins to crack. As it gives way, the hatch you entered through originally bursts open. You are fired into the air on a wave of human effluent. The sun is shining, the sea is warm, and you swim to shore. There is a large, imposing building in front of you. A sign reads, Margate Wastewater Treatment Facility, maintained by Southern Water. A light drizzle begins to fall. Congratulations, you've solved my puzzle. Hey! hey. <laughs> good Lord, we just we, we murdered Fish Hitler. That's a that was a good good one for my bingo card hey, for the year. I did I did not make any references to the Nazis in this. <laughs> Herr Fischler was an entirely original creation by Walt Disney. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. <laughs> ben, you look perplexed. I'm sure that uh, I, I, I know that the uh, swastika was uh, used by many other organizations, but I'm pretty sure that in this no, day no, and age, no, it's no. A... mermaid swastika. Mermaid swastika. Okay, sorry. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. No. My my mishearing that. <laughs> it's How really up to you what that prejudice means. of me. I did try yes. to draw some, and it's quite difficult. Is it like a regular SWAT sticker on the top, and then the bottom half is slightly more like wavy? Well, the bottom half in my one just has a tail and fins. <laughs> <laughs> Write in. Show us your best mermaid SWAT sticker. <laughs> Get the kids involved. It's a fun activity for all the family. I don't know where they still do it, but in, in like uh, the nineties, they they would have like a, a presenter in a box, you know, and uh, they'd um, they'd show this week's uh, kids' pictures that have been sent in. Yeah, we're doing that in the pub episode next. Yeah, and, and this one, sure. this one's from Janice, who's seven years old from Huddersfield. Oh look, she's got glitter and macaroni on her swat sticker. <laughs> well done, Janice. Clever girl. She's even got the arms right way around. What's Darren Unlike done? Rachel, oh, no, who has done a Hindu swastika. <laughs> Silly Rachel. <laughs> We're going to chuck that one in the bin. 
<laughs> oh god right <laughs> and that's how blue peter Thank got cancelled joining us ladies and gentlemen uh, i hope you enjoyed our little um our little journey under the sea next week we'll be with you with a pub episode in which i promise i will give you a stirring rendition of an entire rewrite of the little mermaid hit under the sea but for the nazis <laughs> <laughs> this is why the episode's late <laughs> So tune in for that little gem and much else, I'm sure, on next week's episode of The Infinite Escape Room. Bye-bye, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Lovely. That's true, it's by the, same, the way. I did write that. It's a shame you didn't do it in a Jamaican accent, because then you could have said that you, uh, they should have tuna, tuna'd in, um, just oh, to keep with the... Uh... Ben. Ben. We've missed you. <laughs>